Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Apprised, was always cool, and, uh, I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. Hello. Okay. Oh, which guy? Oh, okay, uh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was honestly, like, expecting Wally so I really much. thought it would be Wally. Yeah. I, I wanted to do the Wally Brando intro, but I was worried my impression wouldn't do it justice. You know, that's this fair. Voice I feel I like this one's better. That. Yeah, I feel like this is the better option for your for your. Specific. I know how to do a weird low pitch slow voice. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I can do a good Michael Sarah doing a bad Marlon Brando impression. <laughs> <laughs> what a king! What a fucking king! Ah. <laughs> uh, <it's> just... <laughs> We're not, we'll we're not talking it. about oh, it yet. Yeah. We're not talking about it. <laughs> Luke, what have you done this week? I mean, on one hand, you're right. We're not talking about it yet. On the other hand, uh, every conversation for the rest of our lives will in some way be about that scene. <laughs> I have almost posted The Road is My Dharma like six times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could do a three-hour podcast about that scene. It's <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> uh, speaking of three hours, I watched The Batman. How'd that go? It was okay. Yeah, I have, like, everybody I've talked to has been like, yeah, it's, it's all right. It's a pretty good time. I, I had a totally yeah. fine time watching The Batman. It yeah, seems like I it's too a- long. It's too long, for sure. It kind of drags in the middle. Oh, you know what? Yeah. No, it doesn't. It drags the end. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're still, still going, huh? More things are happening? Okay. I saw a thing recently that said they did a lot of rewrites on the third act and still made it that. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It just feels very, like... Uh, guys, there's been, like, very little action in this movie. We gotta have a big action set piece at the end, please. It's like, that's kind of not what this movie was about. It's not what the and movie that was kind of what I liked about it. Yeah. It's kind of just moody, and people are just kind of, like, sort of whispering while they talk about riddles and cool. the city eating itself. And, like, that's... I'm into that vibe. Yeah, a lot of Ave Maria. I like the soundtrack, actually. It's pretty good. Uh, cool score. Um, that's what Catwoman says when she steals things out of a vault. Cool score. So true. Cool score. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Um, there's worse Batman movies out there. There's probably better ones, too. Yeah, of course there's. There's Batman the movie starring Adam West. (laughs) Yeah. One of the greatest films ever made. Yeah. I should watch that. Top five. You should. Yeah. Uh, me and Crystal are gonna, that, that is the next up on our slate for MCU Complete Me. (laughs) I have, listen, I have uh, started compiling a list of movies to watch while I'm on vacation later this year, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, you you have the list I, I made. I yes, I have your list. I don't know that I'll hit all of them, but I will hit many movies. My okay. A lot of people like think I'm joking or think I'm weird for saying that's one of the best movies ever. Here's what I'll say about Batman the movie starring Adam West. I think it is impossible to watch that movie and come out of it not in a better mood than you were when you started watching it. It is just, it's so fun and goofy. It's like, it's just a good feelings machine. Sometimes it's all you need. Sometimes it's all you need. It's just all the jokes are so fucking good. (laughs) Opens with like a, like chalk written, like, message on a brick wall saying like oh, so uh, good we, you know this movie is dedicated to all lovers of adventure of danger of you know lovers of film of of such and such and then it like the spotlight moves over to a different part of the wall where it says if there's any other types of lovers we've forgotten to acknowledge we apologize and in shadow from the spotlight there's two people making out <laughs> <laughs> it's a great yeah, okay. movie uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, watched the Batman, pretty decent. Um, also finished watching the rehearsal, the, well, I finished watching the first season of the rehearsal. They announced they're doing another season of it, and that felt, frankly, like fucking, uh, a slasher movie's, like, he- villain's hand coming out of the lake at the end, you know? <laughs> like, oh god, no, what do you mean this isn't done? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the only thing I have seen is people talking about whether or not it was ethically okay for them to do what they did, and I don't yeah. really want to know anything else. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, Luke told me that the, yeah, he said on this podcast that the version of me that likes Solitary should watch this. So, also yeah. the version of you that likes The Truman Show. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about The Truman Show earlier today. I'm like, man, what a fucking good movie. Yeah. What, if, what if Truman put himself into The Truman Show, Ashley? <laughs> I, I, I don't think he would do that. Okay, but what if he's the kind of guy who would? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know that guy. What if well? he has a child actor playing his son and then hires a bunch of extras for the child's birthday party, but because they're extras, they're, like, contractually not allowed to talk on camera, so he's trying to make small talk with the other parents who are just miming being at a child's birthday party. Oh, my God. Yeah. I... <laughs> I'm in pain hearing this. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, that show's incredible. Fucking, yeah. Miserable and also amazing. Can't, can't recommend that one enough, especially to Ashley. <laughs> or just can't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't recommend it to Molly, can't recommend it enough to Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's probably about it for me. I'm still... Last night was the last night shift, hopefully, that I have to work. So that's... I've still just been kind of in a daze the past week for the most part. That's fair. Nathan Fielder, like, scares me as a human. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say that TV show at times has, like, gets into, hey, is this an okay TV show to be making? Horrifying. Yeah. Okay, anyway... Anyway, that's, yeah, that's it from me. Okay, Ashley? Uh, I, you know, I watched some movies, as is my huge. Sure. I watched, uh, the film podcast I like is doing the Roger Moore series on their Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about me... Of Bond. Of Bond, yes. Uh, the thing about me is, and it doesn't come up as often, 
uh, anymore is that I, as a kid, was so huge into James Bond. Oh, I know this okay. about you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was, like, my favorite thing. I collected so many of the, like, the box sets that had five movies apiece, and each movie had a box, had a, like, a, a bonus documentary about the making of that movie. That was, like, an hour and a half long, and I would just watch those more than the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am the way I am today. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh... And Ro- the the Roger Moore ones are the ones I watched a lot because they're very goofy and not good, um, but I love them. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, "Oh man, we got to watch all these Roger Moore movies," and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I have a light. Let me think. No, I've seen one James Bond movie. All right, which one? It's one of the. Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. It, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, there you go. It's one of the Pierce Brosnan ones. It's well, it's not enough. What's the one Tomorrow with the ice? Dies. Die another day. That's Die. An- okay, I've seen Die Another Day. That's it. Yeah, that's the one that has the. Uh, Is that the Halle Madonna- Berry one? Yes, that's the Halle Berry one. It's the. Uh, it's got the Madonna song. Uh, there's the the henchman is the guy with diamonds in his face. I don't remember and, that part, but I believe you. Yeah. Uh, and the bad guy is a North Korean general who got plastic surgery to be white. Yeah, I remember the title sequence with the the Madonna song is James Bond. James Bond being, being tortured, tortured yes. with, but then like, like you know they'll waterboard him, but then the water droplets turn into sexy women dancing to the theme song. Of course, yeah, it, it was them trying to keep like the old Bond aesthetic, but st- like start to be more. Because that's the thing, is that the James Bond series is... It has its, like, things. Right. But it is also extremely reflective of the time. Right, right. Like, it's why, like, in the 90s, it's like, the fir- one of the first villains is Microchips. Yeah, totally. Uh, played by uh, Christopher Walken. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, yeah, yeah totally, thinking you meant, oh, yes, of course, like, the villain is... Microchips, the technology. Are you saying that Christopher Walken plays a character named Microchips? No. Oh, like, man, okay, fuck. I got my hopes up. No. Uh, he plays a guy who's trying to create, uh, destroy Silicon Valley, so he will be the the yeah. major uh, maker of microchips now. I God, see. I wish okay. he would have won. <laughs> yeah. I wish he'd be named Joe- Microchips. Yeah, Grace Jones is the henchwoman. Uh-huh. Her name's called. Her name's Mayday. Okay. She's super strong for no real reason. Right. Uh, she's super strong because she's played by Grace Jones. Yeah, because she's. That wasn't in the script. She's just like that. Right. <laughs> they were just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I'm just saying. I, yeah, I look at Grace Jones. I'm like, that's probably someone with super strength. Yeah. <laughs> if they cast uh, her as. Uh, Nadine, no one would have like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Uh, but yeah, I watched Live and Let Die, which is their black exploitation one. Uh huh. Obviously, n- no good, very bad on some things. Right. Uh huh. But I think has some of the greatest villains of any Bond movie. Mm-hmm. You got Yafet Kodo playing a guy just named Mister Big. Oh sure, yeah. I love yeah. Sex in the City. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> you got you got a guy with a metal uh, claw for a hand called Teehee. Okay. You got a really strong dude named Whispers because he just whispers. Sure, yeah. I love Sense8. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, and then uh, you have a guy named Baron Sametti who's played by a Broadway, a Broadway uh, Tony-winning director. <laughs> okay. And dancer, yeah, who also has, like, Doombot versions of himself. Okay, yeah, of course, sure, obviously. Man. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking insane, and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love dumb Bond movies. Yeah, and these are some of the dumbest. <laughs> he even that the Roger Moore Bond series eventually gets to him wearing a clown costume for the <laughs> yes, finale. I know of this a, one. Yeah, for the finale of a movie uh, that also includes Moonraker, the one where they go to space because right. Star Wars was popular. Right, right. Is that also the one? Is Roger Moore Thunderball? No, Thunderball no. is the I feel like third that's one. A Sean Connery one. Oh, that's earlier. That's okay. a Sean Connery one. Yeah. Isn't Thunderball the one that has like the actual working jetpack in it? No. <sighs> Maybe I'm getting it mixed up with a different one. Oh, so a lot of them have. No, you're right. Thunderball. Thunderball. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of the James Bond movies have extremely similar names. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh. I just like remembering that someone did, in fact, invent a functional jetpack. Like, that's a real yeah. thing. It's yeah. just, you know, not that practical for anything other than stunts in James Bond movies. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, he also, oh, yeah, he's also in Octopussy, which, yeah, that may be, one of, that may be the worst movie. Yeah. Uh, all I know is Nora and Autumn watched Moonraker recently and fucking hated it, which I think is the normal opinion of Moonraker. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh... Like I said, yeah. View to a Kill, I have a weirdly strong affinity for. <laughs> Despite not being good. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, his name's not Microchip. It's Max Zorin. Okay, I mean, that is a good name. That sounds like a... F- that sounds really familiar, so I must have known this at some point. He, there's a giant, like, blimp that has Max Zorin on it that he's in in the final <laughs> Oh, I love section. that. I love it too. Uh, and then also, I've been playing uh, both Minecraft uh, and I've been playing the new Saints Row. Uh, and yeah. Saints Row, which, it, yeah, it's just called Saints Row, but it's the, it's the new one. Uh, I was kind of. It, it came out to a lot of people I respect their opinions of being like, this is dog shit. Yeah, I was like, kind of thinking, I. I can go for an open world game, and then I saw it come out, and people were like, "Ooh, yikes, uh-oh. And I was like, oh, well, never mind, maybe. But you seem like you're enjoying it. Yeah, I I also, I don't think I went into this expecting much. I'd recently replayed uh, some of Saints Row the Third. Uh-huh. Um, and I think people have a rosier memory of what Saints Row the Third was. Uh-huh. Than what it actually was. Not saying that it's like a bad game. Right. Just it was a game with some questionable humor at times. Yeah. Some, uh, some glitchy parts, some bad combat, but like overall a vibe that you just kind of dig. Right, right. And I think this just has a different vibe and a lot of those same things. Mm hmm. Uh, but I I've liked it. I think the location is very good. It's like you know fake 
border town, like border city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it has like a Las Vegas section. Okay. Like I guess more Reno. Yeah. That is in disrepair, which I think is just like a cool idea for a section. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it's like a bunch of like abandoned casinos. Right. Yeah, of course. That, that like that's not something you're really gonna see in real life because if if a casino goes down, they blow it up. They ain't sure. <laughs> or it just gets bought by some uh, someone else, and they're like, "Yeah, I can just make money off this." Right, right, right. They're also extremely easy to make money off of. Yeah, also, yeah, like casinos are famously, you know, hey, kind of free money. Yeah, it would take a uh, yeah, real yeah, idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, they have a thing where you can, like, go around a set area and push a button buttons and learn lore, and then you get a gift at the end, and that's all I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There, yeah, there's a lot of side quests, and I, I am a bitch who loves side quests. Sure. Uh, so I haven't actually done much of the main story. I just got the uh, central base that you're going to make, which is a church, which is why you call yourself the Saints. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is basically the reason they did it in the original, too. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, I've mentioned mm-hmm. it before, but they got Boof Slider and they got a Dick Slider. So, Tamale. Yep, yeah, that's me. What have you been doing? Uh, I finished Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah. Uh, wrap, wrap that one up, because uh, I got to the part where I was like, if I don't finish this now, I'm not going to finish it. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, one of those... I was trying to do a bunch of side quests to unlock, like, the extra level caps for, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, for the, for the jobs. So there, like, some cool secret bosses that you need that extra leveling to fight, or? Yes. Yeah. 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 But I don't care. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. See, secret, like, super bosses have never been my thing. Yeah, they're Uh, my thing sometimes, but, yeah, I've got to really fucking like the game to bother. Yeah, it, ha- it has to be a lot. Yeah. Um, so remember when yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 sold the secret bosses as DLC? I do remember that, and I never purchased it because I was like, oh, it's just the secret bosses. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm good. Oh, Molly, but the extra contextualization of the ending. How can you, I don't give a how fuck. How can you make sense of that ending without these extra scenes? I don't give a fuck. That just repeat the same fucking dialogue in a different order. I've never given a fuck. Yeah. I'm there, like, I experience emotions when I hear uh, Dearly Beloved and um, right. and Simple and Clean. That's yeah. what I'm there for. And also, totally. if the game is fun, that's great, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear and that. usually it is. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that, uh, anyway, I finished the Blink Chronicles 3. <laughs> great. <laughs> um, really cool game. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah. I didn't, like, love the ending, but whatever. You know, sure. the rest of the game was great, so... I can't be too mad. Um, and then I started playing Fortnite. Yeah, you did you get did. into Fortnite. I did download Fortnite. Okay, here's when the thing. When are you going to start streaming? Uh, never. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I was already kind of like, oh, I should give that a shot because they introduced, like, the no building mode in Fortnite. And that was, like, the one thing where I'm like, well, I don't want to, like, engage with that. That doesn't look fun to me. Uh, so it's just a regular battle royale now, uh, which is fine with me. 
and then also I saw enough videos of people getting command mad during this Dragon Ball crossover that I was like, fuck, dude, I gotta play this. <laughs> and you Call know what? Mama. It's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, so yeah, I've, I've played a bunch of Fortnite the last few days. Um, also Racked nice to like... Victory Royales. I did get some victory royales. I did win. I shot a guy through his Kamehameha that yeah. was pointed at me to get a, to get a win. And I, it was maybe the Molly, coolest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Y- you need to de- like you need to like message that dude and apologize. Like, <laughs> you it can't was do fucked that. Up. It was <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh that was that was good. Uh yeah, so I had uh I've played a bunch of Fortnite since then. Um, I don't know. It's fun. I so I was gonna say, uh, I haven't played much Apex recently because like you want three people for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the people I had been playing with had kind of fell off for a little while, and that's fine. You know, you don't have to play all the time. Um, but it does lead me to be like, well, I don't want to like play duos or trios by myself because right. I don't want to plug in my mic to my PlayStation and talk to random people online. That's just yeah. not fun no, for no. me. Um, and then, um, shit, I lost my train of thought, but you know, I, I saw that and I had already been curious because they added the zero build mode and I like know nothing about Fortnite. Um, but it turns out you can just like, sometimes you see John Cena wearing an Among Us backpack and it's really funny and it's like, (laughs) you know what? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Video games. Um, and I like having a solo shooter I can just play. So yeah, we can yeah. we can finally ch- figure out who is better in a fight of Goku and John Cena and Master Chief. Yeah, well, he is not really in the conversation. He's in there though. <laughs> he's. I'm just saying he's in the game. Yeah, I, yeah, no, but he's. I loaded best. it up yesterday, and they're just selling straight up Destiny skins, and I was like, "Dude, yeah, what like, the fuck is happening in here?" Des- Destiny is the new crossover. Yeah, it's man, it's weird. Just gonna message Rachel like you're gonna play. <laughs> yeah, you want Fortnite yet or what? <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it's weird that it's become the nexus of every video game. Yeah, yeah, that it that it is our version of. Uh, pl- like you know, player one, <laughs> right? Oh, right. ready? I was gonna say it, it is. It is basically, literally, the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Yeah, yes. that's that's more right. That's more right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I'm having a good time. Uh, it's you know, I don't think it's like as good as Apex Legends, but it's a different thing. So right, right. Uh, but yeah, might start playing some Apex soon. Some friends have, uh, I think the interest is back after like six months off or whatever. Mm. Um, but I think that's all I did. I think that's it. Uh, you guys want to talk about Twin Peaks? Yeah! The Return? The Return! The Return! The Return! The Returnal. Not, it's not Returnal. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not sure. Although, I mean, you know, more more thematic parallels than you might think. Sure. Yeah, sure, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> what What if a guy was more than one guy, actually? Okay, that's not posits, really... Posits both works. <laughs> that's about where the similarities end. We talked, we watched! 
We talk, we watch. <laughs> we talk, In we watch. order. Twin Peaks The Return, Part 4, a.k.a. Twin Peaks Season 3, Episode 4, a.k.a. Twin Peaks, a limited event series, or limited series event. I gotta look up which order that goes in. I believe it is a four. limited series event. Because it really kind of makes sense. Because it, it, it is a limited event. Series. It only happened for a little while, and it, and it is a series, so it kind of, it works either way. Yeah, but I think it's called a limited series. I think it's called part four dot 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 brings back some memories. Yeah. You ever, I forgot where that was in this. Uh, Bobby, Bobby says it when he sees the photo Laura. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had I, been holding out hope in my heart that it was Cooper, but no, we're not going to get that for a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, uh... I thought that the um, Mr. C was going to say it as part of, like, pretending that he's Cooper, but no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, we open back at the Silver Mustang Casino. Night has fallen. uh, And this whole fucking time, Cooper's just been racking up wins on these slot machines. I just think that some of them would run out, but... I would think that the casino would politely but firmly ask him to leave at some point, like they do Whoa. when you win too much. Yeah, no, they would have this man killed already. No, right. Yeah, like, I, I am surprised that they're, like, I, I kind of almost felt that, like, everyone was acting very realistic yeah. for the situation in sure. the last episode, and this one feels less realistic. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. Um, but, you know... It's Twin Peaks. That's not a inherently bad thing. Right, right. It's, it, the dial hasn't cranked all the way back to, like, episode one or two or whatever. But, yeah, I, I see. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I just like the montage of Cooper hitting jackpots and the slowly growing group of casino staff just staring in, like, terror and disbelief as he keeps winning. Yes, it's really good. It's really funny that, like, the manager is, like... Just sort of rubbing his neck <laughs> as though someone's going to cut it for letting this happen. It it looks like he's choking himself. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, uh, and yeah. The lady just running with all of her the buckets. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like the old gambling addict woman is now like fully like oh she loves Mr. Jackpots and just asking That's Mr. him to Jackpots. keep keep pointing out wins for her. She's very sweet. I like her a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like how quickly she's flipped from just being, like, this embittered, nasty person last time uh, to just, like, oh, Mr. Jackpots. Yeah. Yeah, I did you know. I mean, he's basically Santa Claus right now. Absolutely, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that someone's getting a win in this. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, this happens for... Some time until uh, Cooper gets interrupted by somebody that recognizes him as Dougie Jones. It's yeah. it's yeah. Uh, don't you remember me? It's me, Bill Shaker. Ah, oh, it's been a while since I've seen you, buddy. Oh, you look great. What is don't it? Don't I the look diet? normal walking around this casino with my fucking hot dog? <laughs> he's just walking around. <laughs> he's got a date with like a cocktail with him, and then he's just eating a hot dog. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> sure, man. Sorry, I was hungry. I haven't eaten lunch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't eaten since breakfast, Dougie. I'm sorry. <laughs> if he could speak properly, Cooper would be like, yeah, well, I haven't eaten in 25 fucking years, so give me that goddamn hot dog, man. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. But uh, this is the guy that I think really, like, 
infuses in Cooper that his name is Dougie Jones. Like, obviously, Jade kept calling him Dougie last time, but this guy, like, he kind of, like, like, playfully sort of slaps him on the chest. It's like, Dougie Jones! And then Cooper kind of, like, feels his chest like, hey, you hit me. What? Why did you do that? (laughs) Hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, he just kind of, he starts, like, pointing at himself and saying, Dougie Jones. And, uh, Bill Shaker's date is like, hey, this guy's clearly having problems. And Bill's like, ah, he's fine. Yeah, like, she is, like, one of the only people who's like, this guy seems like he, like, like, is having, like, a bit of, a, like, an issue and needs, like, some help. Yeah, uh, it, it is really a toss-up with every new person Cooper meets, whether they can tell that he is clearly, like, mentally impaired in some way, or they just, I don't know, he's just kind of a weirdo. What do you want? Yeah. Okay, I, I was trying to think of who this dude was, because I definitely recognized him. Uh-huh. Uh, he's one of the guys from Mallrats. Oh, okay. I have not he's seen that guy- movie. Yeah, he's one of the guys that, uh, if you have, he stares at the uh, magic eye painting and can't see it. Oh, okay, okay. And it's like a runner throughout the movie. I gotcha. Uh, but also, in looking that up, I found out that apparently he's super Jack now. <laughs> Well, good for him. He kind of looks like he's super jacked. You can sort of see that under his suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's not, not John Cena. He's no, he, he's not super jacked at this time. Oh, I see. He's gotten it, more jacked since the return. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He had like a, a twenty twenty. I'm in lockdown and I'm just gonna fucking. It's gains time. Right. Yeah. Well, good for him. Um, but, uh, yeah, they start talking, and at some point, one of them says, like, well, why don't you just go home if you're hungry, Dougie? And Cooper just starts saying, home. And, uh, it, like, the date is like, oh, oh where, I think he wants to go home. Where, where's your home? And Cooper clearly, like, obviously he's very, like, vacant and has a hard time communicating at all. But you can tell from, like, just the light in his eyes, like, oh, fuck, I don't know where I live. Why yeah. is this man slowly transforming into Triple H? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley has linked us, the, yeah, the photo yeah. of his, like, before and after. I mean, he's, wow, yeah, that is a transformation. He is slowly turning into Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. He, he went, this is, because uh, it seems like for a lot of, like, his character acting, he's, like, he'll shave the top of his head and, like, make the, like, tease up the rest of it. Uh-huh. Uh, and so he... The worst way I can put this is that he went from someone who would play a dumb white supremacist <laughs> to someone who would play a scary white supremacist. <laughs> yeah, that is about the meanest way you could say it, yeah. <laughs> but I do know what you mean. <laughs> Triple God. H does kind of look like a scary white supremacist. He, I mean, his logo He's is got the, the Iron, Iron Cross. Cross thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's just because he likes metal. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I I think he like knows but doesn't care. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I apparently found out that Lita used to wear the Iron Cross because it was a skater thing for a bit. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Bill's like, oh my god, what do you mean you don't know where you live? You live on Lancelot Court, Dougie, next to Merlin's Market. I love that it's all King Arthur Street names. Well, yeah, you know it's Las Vegas, <laughs> baby. And also, you know, Glastonbury Grove, the historical burial place of King Arthur. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah didn't even... Still got that weird thread going. 
Arturia, come back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bill just tells him, well, if you want to go home, yeah. It's the house at the Red Door on Lancelot Court. There's cabs outside. Just just go. And That's how I always remember it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Cooper takes his advice and just starts walking for the door. I <laughs> like you mean his date asks like, "Is he okay?" Well, yeah, I, he's probably okay. Boy, I hope he's okay. I don't think he's okay. <laughs> oh wow! And then we never see them again. <laughs> Gotta yeah. eat this fucking hot dog. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the casino security intercepts Cooper as he's leaving. Yeah, and so like here, I was like, "All right, they're going to like." interview this man about like hey how did you fucking cheat yeah. right 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 but no uh, somehow they don't like put him in a room and beat the shit out of him yeah yeah they should, I mean, th- this could have been that scene from oceans 11 yeah yeah well kind kind of well yeah i know it's not the same but you know right i don't know a lot about casinos i feel like generally if they don't like if they catch you cheating you're in big fucking trouble if they don't know how you're cheating but they, you clearly are it's like Okay, here's your winnings. Get the fuck out and don't come back. Yeah, don't you fucking come back. Uh, we're, yeah, this guy's trying to play it a little cooler. It's the, the manager here is the guy that was choking himself. He's still choking himself in his office. He's not feeling good. No. No. Uh, but yeah, he sits down and he's got just like a big comedy sack of money. I love it. It's so, I wish there was a dollar sign on it. They well, want this man to get mugged. They do want this man to get mugged. <laughs> yeah. It's like a big laundry bag, I guess. Uh, and you're like, oh, you weren't going to uh, leave without your winnings, right, sir? Hey, before you go, is there anything we can do for you? Maybe, you know, we get you a room or some company. You know, anything expensive you'd like to spend this money on while you're still here. Do you want to Do you want to well, fuck while you're here? Yeah. Th- they say it uh, that it's on the house. Oh, do they? Okay. Yes. They do. Yeah. Because, you know, we, listen, this could be we a VIP will hire situation. a sex worker for you. Right. They are wanting him to come back, and hopefully he won't be as lucky the next day. Right, yeah, that's definitely right, also part of it. Yeah, he's clearly, because, you know, he has to use the coins he won to keep, you know, spending them. Yeah, yeah. His $5 is not getting him that far, because they're quarter machines. Right. But also, yeah, they established last time, they're like, oh, because you hit, like, multiple consecutive jackpots, you win, like, a mega jackpot, and he's won, like, three of those. Yes. It's, what, like, $200,000 or something? I don't know. I don't know if they ever gave it a full number, did they? I think they did when they're, it's him talking to the, like, floor manager lady. I don't remember, though. She said 29 mega jackpots. That's what I remember. And then he hits another one, just make that 30. (laughs) Yeah, and, uh... She gives, like, a vague number in, like, the first one for one mega jackpot. So you could probably figure it out, but eh, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The point is, it is, you know, a, a it is an arbitrarily it is a, large amount of money. Yeah, if it, it is a money the sack it, amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, it's a money sack. It, it was, like, a it was like $40,000 or something. So it, that times 30, which is yeah. way more than what they gave him. So it can't That's be like that. $320,000. Yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, so Cooper is. Yeah, I, st- yeah. I, it's a weird feeling of like I feel like they should be taking advantage of him more because they can obviously. Uh, you would think. Yeah, like they can see that you know he's not like able like to you know form a lot of words at the moment. Well, again, I don't know a lot of how this would work. I I think the internal logic is more oh, fuck, we can't let him leave without giving him the money we owe him, or, like, we're liable or whatever, uh, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, 
it, it, it seems like they're worried about making sure that their behavior is above board or whatever. I don't know. But I do... Cooper is still, you know, the same way he was last time. He can barely I, talk. I just and, expect all casinos to be way shittier than oh, that. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, he can barely talk, and when he does talk, he's just repeating phrases that other people have said to him. He tries to tell this guy to call for help, and he goes, well, call who? And Cooper has no way of, like, following yeah. up with that. I, I do like when he points at himself and goes, Mr. Jackpot. Mr. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> yeah. That's him. Uh, yeah, and the, I like when the guy, like... <laughs> puts the money up down on the table and kind of stands up and Cooper mirrors him standing up and the guy goes I sure hope you'll come back someday to try your luck again anytime day or night and Cooper looks him in the eye and goes or night which is just him <laughs> parroting him again but it sounds like he's trying to like sound threatening he's big timing this guy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it is I talked about this with Pris it is definitely Walking a tightrope with, like... I mean, they've already said, like, he's acting like a stroke victim, right? A stroke patient yeah, yeah. or whatever. And they are very much playing it for laughs, and... I can see why that might come off as gross to somebody. Yeah. I do have to admit that I do laugh at most of the jokes they do. Yeah. It is... It's definitely weird territory. Look, he's gonna put a tie on his head at the end of this episode, and it's gonna yeah. stay there. Right for for the rest yes. of the episode, and you know what? I thought it was a decent bit. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I get it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's 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 walking a line, and I completely understand anybody that feels like it falls on the wrong side of that line. Yep. Um. But yeah, so they get him a limo to take him home, and um, this limo driver is so done. <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to act very nice, but he is just like. So, so the red door is the only one he got, right? The yeah, you, you don't know the door. address because, like, it's nighttime, so I can't see the door colors too good. Red, red's one of the first colors you lose at night. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> love this guy. Another guy who like seems like he understands like there's something wrong with this guy, but my boss told me to take good care of him, so I don't want to be rude. But also, like, I have to go do other stuff after this, so if you could please just stop standing still on your lawn, that would be great for me. <laughs> Yeah, he helps him out of the car once he finds the house with the red door, and then... I mean, and to be fair, it's a very red door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, no, you couldn't miss it. <laughs> There's, like, a spotlight shining on it. I, I, I just, like, yeah, there, it's another one of those jokes, but I I did laugh at Cooper going home, oh. and uh, the guy going, no, that's black. You see the color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he helps Cooper out of the limo, and then he's like, oh, um, I guess I'll just stand here and wait with you. And they just stand alone in this dark suburb for a little bit. Uh, there's an owl hooting, and then a shitty, like, CGI owl flies by overhead. I'm, I'm glad they did not improve the owl tech. It is exactly as good owl tech as in the 90s. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're, and yeah. they're like, yeah, we, we, we meant to do it that way. <laughs> And this is definitely continuing the pattern with the key of, like, anything that evokes the original Twin Peaks, kind of like, you see Cooper's eyes light up a little bit in reaction to it. Yeah. He's just a, he's a guy who's like, listen, I'm just here for the original Twin Peaks stuff. I don't want any of this new shit. He's like, damn, I bet that owl's not what it seems. Right, right. 
Uh, this <laughs> I like the driver he, being like he Whoa. he's got he got off of Etsy the fucking uh you know Great Northern Key that someone made yeah. <laughs> this is my new head cannon. This is the uh-huh, way I'm uh-huh. going to be reading this now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like when the owl flies by. The driver just turns to him and goes, "Kind of spooked me up there." <laughs> guys, that guy's kind of scary. Don't, don't don't like those guys. Yeah. Uh, but then finally, the red door opens and Naomi Watts steps out. My God. <laughs> My God. That's her. <laughs> That's that owl hoot was Naomi Watts's music. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> uh, and she storms out. Uh, and slaps Cooper in the face and starts yelling at him. The driver kind of just explains, like, oh, yes, ma'am, he was at the Silver Mustang Casino. I was told to drive him home. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to go now. This and is I awkward. will Bye. be leaving now. Goodbye. Yeah. All right, uh, I, I have done what I am legally required to do. Bye, bitches. Yep. Uh, Naomi Watts is playing the character Janie E. Jones, uh, Dougie Jones' yeah, wife. F- Janie E. Yeah, what? Janie what? Dash E. What the fuck is going on with this family? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I feel like she is definitely... We talked about, like, last episode having big Breaking Bad vibes. She is playing, like, an exaggerated version of, like, Skylar from that show. And, like, the way everyone always complains yes. about, like, Oh, why is she... Like, oh, she's... Skylar White's a bitch or whatever. She's just being, like, the angry wife that just ruins everyone's fun because she wants to know where you've been all this time. Now, to be fair, yeah. he did yeah. disappear for three days. Yes! No, well, yes. Hey, yeah. Walter White Unless likes to disappear and do crime shit. You know, I'm not, this is not a criticism of you guys. Right. No, <laughs> people are fucking stupid about how they talk about that show and that yeah. character. I also know that people are stupid about this character. Wait, did, oh, I did not know people were stupid about Janie E. No, she's great. No, yeah, people like are like, oh, she's a bitch. Oh my god! <laughs> Truly, satire is impossible in today's life. You gotta have just a a micron of media literacy. I'm begging you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, they have media literacy. That's how they get all the color theory of Breaking Bad. Uh Uh-huh. It's just that they also hate women. (laughs) Color theory of Breaking Bad is about as complicated as, like, a Dr. Seuss book. So, I don't know if they get many points for that. I'm just saying it's there. No, it, it is. You're right. You can't miss it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she drags Cooper into the house under the assumption that this is her husband, Dougie, who got sucked into an uh, electrical outlet, then turned into a gold ball. But she doesn't know that. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, she's yelling at him. <laughs> Like, the house is just covered in balloons because he missed Sonny Jim's birthday party today. Thank you for His saying the name, because I Sonny forgot Jim. Sonny Jim. Yeah, Sonny Jim Jones. <laughs> Sonny Jim Jones. Yeah. She's Janie E. with her son, Sonny Jim. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, you know what? This makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Now that yeah, you've yeah. said both of those out loud together, it just perfectly tracks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, she opens up the bag that he's got and sees the thousands upon thousands of dollars he's won. And she's like... what? Where did you get this? Don't tell me you hit the jackpot, Dougie. And then he just goes, Mr. Jackpots. That's right. Mr. Jackpots. Uh, You might have heard of me. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, Janie, notably, like, is completely oblivious to the fact that her husband has different hair, a different weight, and is talking completely differently than he was the last time she saw him. Yeah. Well, well you know. We'll basically be, like, oblivious of him for the rest of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, it turns out uh, that, uh, you know, if, if somebody disappears for three days, comes back with enough money to pay off all of the, you know, uh, mafia people who are after you, yeah, they you do just kind of ignore everything like, else that's going on. money to some kind of crime organization. Like, yeah. Oh, this is enough to finally pay them back. Oh, my God, Dougie. Yeah. Uh, at that point, you just kind of let whatever is happening, happening. Just, you know what? I'm just going to not ask too many questions. Yeah. You can, you can be dead, uh, you know, in real life. Uh, yeah. And I'll have this money and I'm good to go. Right, right. Speaking about, like, the satire of it. Also, as soon as, like, she, you know, cheers up because of the money, she goes, Dougie, I'm going to go fix you a sandwich. Like, the most yeah. fucking 50s-ass sitcom wife. Like, yeah. could not be more on the nose. Uh, speaking of on the nose, we cut over to the <laughs> FBI director's office. Oh, boy. Yeah. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, I've heard a lot about this scene. And, yeah. Uh, I he- definitely heard it in a- with a different tone than I have come away from it. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is one of the worst scenes I've ever watched. I... This is dog shit. I kind of like this scene, but also... That's because I read it 180 degrees differently than apparently every other person on Earth. Yeah, I think that's the... the, Okay, this is the scene where Denise comes back. Okay, great. Uh, Everybody everybody I know has fucking... uh, Quoted that uh, fix your hearts or die thing forever. And never once mentioned that Gordon, like, actively dead naming and torturing this woman during this scene the whole time. Jesus yeah. Christ. And like, also, Denise is a girl boss now, and I hate it. Yeah, Denise uh, <laughs> she, is she a girl, girl boss. boss her, yes, her way <laughs> to the top of the FBI. She's the yes. chief of staff of the FBI! Shut the fuck up. No, she's not. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The Federal Bureau of Investigation. Don't you just love to say the full word? Yep. That's Still played by I David there, I would do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gordon is here because he's found Cooper, and he's headed out to meet he, him, as we know. He's getting called in for an HR dispute. Well, yes. He <laughs> she wa- sees, yeah. yeah, she sees an HR complaint coming quick. Right. He wants to bring Tammy with him, as was established last time. And uh, Denise is like, okay... But you You're, just want you, her because she's young and hot, and you want to cause problems because of that. I think you're going to write another scene where you get to kiss this woman. Right. I'm worried that you're going to magically be able to hear her and then smooch her without her permission. Listen, it was kind of yeah. cute when you did it the first time, but then you did it, like, constantly for the next 25 years. It got a lot less cute, Gordon. He pulls that I can hear you suddenly on so many girls. Well, absolutely. I was bringing this up with Molly. Denise speaks pretty softly in this scene, and Gordon at no point has any issue hearing her. In a way that makes me wonder if the implication is that he kind of plays up his hearing loss sometimes. You could also, like... Sorry, go ahead, Ashley. I I was also kind of thinking this in this show, but, like, this app, but I, I... couldn't get it like that specific of like oh in this scene blah 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 
Right. No, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I don't think I have a take for it. And, like, later on, he, like, actively turns up the volume, like, on his things. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it serves a purpose, but I think you could easily write it off as he knows, like, the level at which this woman speaks. That's true, but he's yelling like he usually does in this scene, whereas in the scene you're talking about, he's whispering. Right, but that doesn't mean that... These, these yeah. are different situations. No, I guess. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, I'm, he's definitely hard of hearing, and that scene establishes a good reason why he wouldn't necessarily have it turned up high enough to hear everybody all the time, because that makes... That amplifies other sounds for him, too, in an unpleasant way. Yeah. I, I also, I think... And, like, to just go in, like, my very literal, like, way of reading a lot of things, it's like... David Duchovny probably wanted to act this scene softly... Right. Uh, they didn't want to make jokes out of this scene. Yes. That's also totally reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there are a number of things happening yeah. here yeah. that explain this. I like I also I don't want to say like I'm giving like this scene the benefit of the doubt here. Like no, sure. you know. That that yeah, is we, probably we, we something to... he does. Yeah, well yeah. and also just because this scene is establishing that Gordon Cole is maybe a less good guy than we've been led to believe before. I can't believe well, it, an FBI agent? Yeah, uh-huh. But he's but the show still kind of wants us to think he's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, we're still supposed to like him, even though we're establishing he has, like, a history with female FBI agents that we don't really get into. It just gets nodded out, but you can fill in the, you know, the color in the lines on it. Yeah, but I think we're still supposed to think of him as a, a harmless old man. Yeah, I did find yes. uh, an interview with Yahoo Entertainment with David Lynch about this scene or about, like, the first four episodes, but they ask about this scene. That that makes sense that, like, that would be the main person he talks to. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but they ask him, yeah, uh, what, part four establishes that apparently Cole has some dubious history with younger female agents. How do you get that reputation? Oh, you don't want to know. And that's just the end of the interview. Fair so, enough, I guess. So I guess not, he knows. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I do also like in this context. I mean, yeah, uh huh, yeah. I do also like in this interview they ask him about the evolution of the arm, and uh, they say, "Oh, the head on top. Is it a talking brain or pituitary gland or a neuron?" He goes, "It's just a head. It looks like a brain to me. It's just a head." (laughs) Well, you got great performance out of the tree. Thank you. This is uh, this is the most like dog. It's a cigar thing. Uh Like, yeah. Well, and also it's the most, uh, can you explain on that? No. Right, yeah, totally. (laughs) Well, further, like, I don't think you really want me to get into the problems between me and uh, the the man who used to play that guy, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Also, yeah, like, the the David Lynch ha-ha doesn't speak. Yeah, does not elaborate. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But anyway, yeah, Denise says in not so many words that you know, she's wary of assigning a female agent to Gordon because of his past. And he pivots into, okay, well, when you used to but, be known as Dennis and everyone I'm made fun ally, of you, though. I was a good ally. So I think maybe I, we should shut up about bad things I've done. And don't forget that I have enough dirt on you to fill the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And her response is like, I know. And as I've told you many times in the past, Gordon, I can't thank you enough for that kindness. All right, well then, how about we all shut the fuck up and you let me have Tammy? <laughs> hmm, I think, uh, I think, uh, Gordon, you're forgetting that I could have you murdered at any moment now. <laughs> right, I am in yeah. charge of this motherfucker. Yeah. They do also have a throwaway line about how the reason she's in the DEA in the old show, but the FBI now, is that 
she was working undercover, undercover. for him, infiltrating the Shut DEA. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> mm. No. Uh, yeah, the d- David, you are not a good ally. Shut the fuck up. God, you suck. Yeah, yeah. You it's, ass. It is either him be- patting himself on the back way too much, or it's the character patting himself on the back way too much, and everybody completely missing, like, the second level of it, in which case it's, eh, it's badly written either way, because people aren't picking up the intent of it. Yeah, uh, and you know what? Unfortunately, it's both. Yeah, it, I totally agree. Uh, from this yeah. same interview... There's a moment when Cole says back to when Denise was transitioning, he told her colleagues who couldn't deal with it to change their hearts or die. That's right. People are people and we are the way we are. We're all supposed to get along and diversity should be appreciated fully in the light of unity. That's peace on earth. There should be room for everyone. Oh my God. (laughs) David Lynch said trans rights. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Thanks for not wanting me to die. Yeah. That's pretty much it. (laughs) God, it yeah. well known fact that I cannot stand like the the ex person said trans rights thing. Right. Uh, this is part of why. The other reason is because it doesn't fucking mean anything. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Also, uh, David, this is not your character, bud. I don't know oh, how d- much you wrote oh, before Denise? you yeah, left. Yeah. I don't know how much you wrote before you left the show. This is not your guy. I have specifically read this character was Mark Frost's idea. <laughs> Yeah, not your guy. You don't get to yeah. take credit for this one, bud. That is true. Yeah. You dick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Isn't it so cool how I, David Lynch, introduced this trans character and I championed her while I was off fucking around doing other shit. And now I brought her back onto my show to blackmail her. That's right. Trans rights. <laughs> Into letting me harass another agent. I, I can't even be happy that uh, Denise is a messy bitch who lives for dirt. <laughs> I do love messy bitches who live for drama, but she's a girl boss. It's not the same. Yeah, she's yeah. a girl boss now, yeah. yeah she's definitely. in charge of the fucking FBI. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it, it was weird, like, that, like, one of the only things I knew about the return for years was, oh, they really nail, like, they really, like, recontextualize the trans character. That, David like, they Duchovny do. didn't even get facial feminization surgery. <laughs> also, like, they could have just recast Denise with a trans actor. I feel like you can't. I don't think you could do that. Do you not think point. so? I don't think so. I, yeah, I... I think if they... Mm, I, I would they rather you They've recast like, other people at different times. I don't think it'd be that big a deal. I think you have to grapple with the thing you did in 1991. Yeah, I guess Even though so. that's not what they're doing, uh, like, yeah. it feels uh, like the thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I said this to Molly. It's weird that the 90s stuff felt more like, okay, yeah. Right. Yes. Like, kind of like, because, I, like, everyone's a little weirded out about it at first, and then they just kind of move on and don't make a big thing yeah, out of it. and she's only there yeah. for, like, three episodes. I'm sure it'd be worse if it was more, but... Probably, yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, you get, like... Like, jokes about her being trans, but, like, they feel like the jokes that, like, I would make. Like, right. the, yeah. oh, you, like, I've never met an FBI agent who's a woman before, and she's like, eh. <laughs> Right, right. right. Or yeah. when she shows up in the waitress outfit and then shoots that guy. Yeah, yeah, she gets yeah. to do cool shit. And this one, she gets to just be like, I don't know, Gordon. Now Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. And then reference her raging hormones and David Lynch gets fussy about it. Like, Ugh, you, you. Yeah. Ugh, cooties. Uh-huh. 
Immediately uh, after being like, I was a good ally. Oh, oh, don't talk about it, though. I mean, come on. Yeah, just don't, I don't want I, to listen, hear about I, it. I just want to look at girls' butts all the time and yeah. maybe squeeze them. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind the scene in the context of the show so much, but the way people talk about it is ridiculous. The way people talk about it is bonkers, and also David Lynch clearly patting himself on the back using this scene is, uh... Yeah! Man, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. David, I've gone to bat for your other work, man. Uh-huh. Come on! Yeah, it's it's not great. You're but luckily, killing me. L- luckily, we get to move on from that back to the Twin Peaks Sheriff's Station. No, fuck that. I don't like this guy. This new guy oh, sucks. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> no, he's fine. Oh, we, we get Lucy, though. We do get Lucy. No, he, uh, I'm being mean. This guy's fine. He's just not what I wanted. He's just not, yeah, Michael Onkeen. I get yeah. you. And uh, also, you were you wanted the son. I wanted him to have a fucking kid. Right. God uh-huh. damn it. Yeah. Not this fake brother they made up. <laughs> I know... I know TV shows are made up, but you can't look at me and say you didn't just make up this guy. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I think sh- uh, co-sheriff Frank Truman was just out of frame in every episode <laughs> of the original show. You son of a bitch. <laughs> this is a different guy. If they, I'm, if only they had been able to shoot it in 16-9, you would have seen him there the entire time. I'm just raising my hands as I, f- I got a prediction right. You got yeah, it. Yeah, you did Ashley it. deserves a win. You got the win. <laughs> Luke, I messaged Luke and I was mad about this, and Luke yeah. was like, "You just, you're just mad that Ashley was right." And I was like, "I didn't remember what Ashley said. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't remember her prediction." <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Luke, for you, you remembering. Got it. <laughs> you're welcome, Ashley. Yeah, I'm a bad friend. We know this. It's all right when you when you try to accuse me of something in like 20 years, I'll, re- I'll remind you of that time I defended you <laughs> about your prediction about Sheriff Truman. And Ashley would be like, so true. You know what? Yeah, yeah, Forgive yeah. Uh, Eye for an eye. <laughs> but yeah, no, Lucy. Yo, go ahead. Go ahead. Lucy, what a, what a, what a champ. What a doll. What, what a god. <laughs> I love her. The greatest woman in history. Yeah. Lucy posts only, like, she posts only on Facebook and our shower thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> No, Lucy's on the phone with Sheriff Truman, and she's like, well, the thermostat, you need to explain it to me, because what happens after we all go home? I mean, when we come in in the morning, it's at the same setting it was when we left, but how do we know it stays that way all night? What what if we came in a bit earlier? Yeah. It could be different. (laughs) I love her so much. Uh, and then she's like, what, uh, oh, Sheriff Truman, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. Are you next to a stream? Which I thought the joke at first was going to be that he just got sick of this conversation and threw his phone in the river. <laughs> I did not think that was it. <laughs> no. But instead, it's, uh, yeah, Sheriff Frank Truman, played by Robert Forrester, comes in holding his phone, and Lucy freaks the fuck out and faints because how is that possible? He was supposed to be in the mountains on the phone with her. How can he be here? Yeah. He looks like my grandpa. Yeah. I, yeah. I like the idea that she knows that you can take a call while fishing. <laughs> right. She just can't wrap her brain around the fact that you can move while on the phone. I, yeah, I think she... I feel like she thinks that he's calling, like, from a cabin or something. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's... <laughs> but she knows... Like, she has to know cell phones exist, even if she doesn't know how they work. Right. 
Listen, she was just so keyed in to the old, like, phone system at the sheriff's department. She knew what all the buttons did, you know, what every, how to call every phone in there. And now all mobile phones. Ah, that's too confusing. Too much. At some point, you got to say, no, I refuse to learn this. And that's what she decided that on. I'm definitely going to hit that point at some point. Yeah, we all will. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, Truman is just like, all right, well, sorry, Andy. I we The phone call dropped and I needed to come inside. And I don't know what you want from me, man. And Andy's and, like, no, listen, I get it. <laughs> Andy just tending to his wife, I hate cell phones. Yeah, he's just like, I couldn't stay out there all night while she, like, yeah. thinks I'm coming back. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not my job to uh, to explain how this works again to her. Yeah. Um, yeah, Frank Truman is the sheriff that was just off screen the whole show, which is why he walks into the room of the sheriff's department that was just off screen the whole show, the dispatch room. Yeah, and uh, suddenly there are so many cops here. Yeah, yeah, there's way more cops than there used to be. There's a woman actually taking, like, 911 calls. They don't just have Lucy doing it now. Yeah, I hate this. This sucks. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I guess they're trying to imply that Twin Peaks is just a bigger town than it used to be. Yeah, I, th- so, I listen, you know. it's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just getting caught up on what he's missed today, and uh, the dispatcher tells him about, like, a boy at the high school that OD'd on drugs and just, like, didn't get up from his desk when the bell rang. Uh, So, you know, all the problems have been fixed since 1991, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's good and normal now. It's it's not cocaine. It's Chinese designer drugs now. Yeah. That was a weird one. Because we had to to get a little bit of that uh, anti-China in here. Gotta get just a taste of it. Uh, yeah, that kid found, I, like... I, I really wish that he said this Canadian designer drugs. That would have been, been so, so much fucking better. funny. Because <laughs> they later say, like, oh, I think it's coming in from, you know, the border. Yeah, he walks over into another hallway and finds Bobby Briggs, who's now... Hey! hey. <laughs> My man! You know... His dad... She turned it around. His dad had a vision that one day his life would be filled with, like, light and joy and just to be perfect. And in the world of Twin Peaks, that means becoming a cop for the sheriff's department. (laughs) There's no greater joy in this world than working for the Twin Peaks sheriff's station. Well, maybe the FBI. Maybe the FBI, but I don't know. They got some mean people that work there. I think you'll find that uh, Major Briggs was dreaming about the afterlife and not... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think you'll find he was dreaming about heaven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, you know, Bobby seems like he's doing all right. No, no, he does not seem like he's doing all right. Well, he seems like he's doing all right until he takes one (laughs) single look at a picture of Laura Palmer. Palmer (laughs) It's two seconds before he starts sobbing. Well, first he really has to pee. Yeah, this scene has got to pee real bad. I got to pee so bad my teeth are floating. And then we come back to Andy trying to explain cell phones to Lucy. (laughs) I just don't understand how you keep forgetting. I don't, I don't get how we keep having this problem, Lucy. And Lucy's just like, I don't get it either, Andy. <laughs> She's so sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also have a family picture behind them, but we should talk about that when we we'll get to it. We'll talk about that minute. It's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Truman, Frank Truman, comes in to talk to Hawk, who's you know still working on... 
uh, you know, reviewing the Laura Palmer case. And um, they're going over what Margaret told him about something's missing that's got to do with his heritage. And uh, this fucking dickhead the worst Chad. character of all time. Yeah. We meet a mean cop, Chad, who works here now. His He's a real name piece is of Chad. Shit. Tell you what, this Chad's a real virgin, if you ask me. All right. I had, I'm sorry. All right. All right. You didn't have to, though, is I, the thing. I did. <laughs> you did it, though. No, I, maybe not anybody would have to, but I did. All right. <laughs> Because, yeah, anyway. he's like, hey, I thought the log lady was fucking crazy, and she's not even allowed in the sheriff's department anymore. And Lucy has to correct him that it's just because she keeps spitting her gum everywhere. That You know what? She does that. That's true. She does do that. Um, yeah, he's, he's like an asshole before she comes in, and then, like, they both kind of, like, uh, Hawk and Truman both kind of look at him like, now you're right, but I but am mad at you about that. it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but you should shut the fuck up. Chad, you're not being too helpful right now. And yeah. he's just like, all right, well, don't mind me. I'm just going to, well, I'll just go uh, talk to my pine cone for a while. And every- I love the look Andy has. He's so fucking mad. He's going to yeah. throw down. He, like, just shoots a dirty look at Chad, then shoots the same look at you. And like, you going to fucking do something about this man, or am I going to have to? The Andy's arc this season is going to be slowly hating Chad and then murdering him. Yeah, uh-huh. I think he's going to kill Chad by the end of this thing. Yeah, I think that's the season four mystery is who killed Chad. Who uh-huh, killed, uh-huh. It's everybody. It doesn't. Well, that's why they don't pick it up for another season, because nobody fucking yeah. cares. Right, no, right. Yeah, it ends up being a, a murder on the Orient Express kind of thing. Right, we all killed Chad. <laughs> uh, Bobby comes back from the toilet and, like we said, takes a single look at the photo of Laura Palmer they got out on the table, and her theme kicks in, and he just starts sobbing. <laughs> hey, man, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm <laughs> fine, really. <laughs> Oh, they did prop it up just so that anyone who walked in would instantly see it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, is it on the, I feel like it's on the lid. Yeah, it's like taped to the is lid it, like, and the lid's to the propped lid? up. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think it's the lid. Anyway, it looks like it could be, I, which is fucked. Yeah. I, I thought that it was, like, it's the, because it's the prom photo. I thought it was they got it from the trophy case and it's like oh, the no, surrounding you're right, stuff. You're right. Yeah, it could it's, be that. It's, it's just the like, picture taken out of the frame. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's all yellowed for the age. And yeah, Bobby's just falling to pieces. Yeah. And I like like I feel like uh, Lucy and Andy and Hawk are like, oh right. And meanwhile, Frank is just like, what's going on? What's this now? I don't understand this. I don't. Frank is like, I don't know these people. Yeah. Who is yeah. this? I heard about this case. Oh, well, you see, uh, Bobby used to work for a drug dealer and sold Laura drugs and had, like, an indirect... And they, they, but they, they killed the guy together. Did kill yeah, also, he yeah. murdered a drug dealer, uh, and then, yeah, had, like, an indirect but nevertheless pivotal role in her death, and Frank's just like, and we hired this man to be a cop? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the other best, like, guy was Chad, so, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Chad is a classic cop. Yeah, no, Chad is the most actual cop that's ever been on Twin Peaks. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But um, this Bobby, scene gets interrupted with... Uh, well, oh, Bobby oh, right, you know, Bobby gives important that, info, you're right. Yes, the thing that is missing is Major Briggs, is, I think, the implication of this scene. Yeah, because Bobby says that uh, his dad... or Cooper was the last person to see his dad before he died... Cooper came to visit him 
Uh, and I, he doesn't know what they talked about, but shortly after that, his dad di- died under mysterious circumstances. In a fire. In a fire. Yeah. Which is also how the fucking secret history of Twin Peaks ends, with Major Briggs being like, Hey, there's like a fire? It's real bad, guys. I don't think that was Cooper I talked to. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this gets interrupted by another cop coming in, saying... Hey, there's some fucking guy outside who says his name is Wally Brando. There's a real fucking cool dude. <laughs> his leather jacket said Wally. <laughs> and Andy and Lucy flip their shit because it's their son, Wally. That's right. Waldo, they, yeah. They go sprinting outside to see him, and then the cop is like, uh, well, uh, Sheriff actually says he wants to pay his respects to you. And Frank's just like... All right, then. Okay. <laughs> I guess I gotta fucking do this. The, everything about Wally is great, but what is also great is how little Frank has any patience for it. Yes. I just saw who was playing Wally again, uh-huh. and I got so excited again. <laughs> I was just like, yes! The shot of Truman walking up as... Wally turns his head away from Andy to face the camera, and it's Michael Sarah. <laughs> the funny thing is, I knew, I knew, and like I'd heard that Michael Sarah is in the Twin Peaks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like for some reason, like my mind was like, no, you must keep the secret from Ashley, <laughs> <laughs> and I would just completely forget it. <laughs> I I have known this since day one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this, yeah. it, his outfit is a, a costume that Marlon Brando wore in an old movie. Oh my god. Except, yeah, yeah his name is John stitched onto it instead of Wally. Now, the thing about this is yeah. I did have him mixed up with Shia LaBeouf. Because, <laughs> because Shia LaBeouf wears the same outfit in Indiana Jones 4. That is true. And he's on the same stupid motorcycle. Uh-huh. I love, we, we earlier saw a framed photo of the, <laughs> yes, of the family. And I didn't notice this until y'all pointed it out. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> it is one of the funniest things I think has ever been made. <laughs> it's like a family photo of Andy and Lucy and a little kid who Michael Sarah's face has been shittily photoshopped onto. <laughs> like, like the wrong size for the head. And yeah, like so not a good. kid photo ver- of Michael Sarah. No, and they also photoshopped in him holding a uh, like bike toy. Yeah, like a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fucking. It's good. so fucking. This scene is incredible. It's some of the best I, cinema ever captured. <laughs> I laughed so hard at this reveal that I hurt my voice. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I was just like, <laughs> uh, Pris, I, I can't remember if Pris knew this or not, but don't think she did. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's talking in this shitty Marlon Brando impression. He's like doing a lisp. He's just like, uh, Sheriff Truman. I can't even pretend to do it. it I'm going to do it badly. I'm not going to try. Uh, it's so per. I, I honestly was wishing that this episode was just going to be this one shot of Michael Sarah saying David Lynch bullshit. 
Imagine it's so how good. Imagine how much better the Evelyn arc of Twin Peaks would have been with Michael Sarah. <laughs> God. <laughs> God, what we could have had. What we could have had. He just wasn't ready yet. You know what? Yeah. That's, you know. Blue it's so fu- <laughs> Go ahead. It's so funny because yeah, like they say that he's twenty five. Yeah, he was born like right after the end of the show. I mean, Lucy was pregnant at the end of the show. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Michael Sarah is like. Like a whole, he has a decade on that. Mm-hmm. But he still looks like oh, he's extremely baby faced. Yeah, he always has been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but like it's still like twenty five might be a little too old for him. <laughs> like, sure, yeah, yeah. He's thirty four now. Uh, so he would have been like twenty nine when he was doing this. So yeah, not he could have he could have walked yeah. off Juno and done this for all I know. Uh huh. Yeah, he like has like a really shitty mustache that looks like someone who is <laughs> yeah. Like, trying to, like, barely has any mustache uh, at all is trying to, like, savor it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But we learn that Wally is a drifter. Much like James (laughs) before him, he just gets on his bike and rides the crisscrossing highways of this great country. That's right. (laughs) Thinking about Lewis and his friend Clark. (laughs) (laughs) The first Caucasians. (laughs) The first Caucasians to cross this land. I fuck, dude. <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines, but uh, my other favorite line is, uh, you know, I am always followed by my shadow. <laughs> sometimes in front of me, sometimes behind, sometimes to the left, sometimes to the right, but not on cloudy or uh, rainy days or at night. <laughs> yeah, it turns into a poem. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, it's the most fucking, like, asinine <laughs> sentence. Like, it... At first, it starts off like he's trying to make, like, a point, like a poem. Right. And then he's just like, oh, he's just explaining what his shadow is. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's here to pay respects to Sheriff Harry S. Truman, his godfather, because he's heard that he's taken ill. Yeah. And He's uh, like... He, he can't decide if... If uh, Harry Truman is dead or dying. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I hope it was painless. I hope I can see him before he goes. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every other actor in this scene must just be struggling with all their will not to crack up during it. Uh, He kind of sounds like, or at least in like my head, sounds like Andy Samberg's impression of Mark Wahlberg. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, again, Lucy and Andy are just, they love Beanie. their kids so fucking much. Oh, they're so happy about him. It's and so Frank's funny because you can't tell if, like, you can't tell if he hates his parents or not. But or then, like, like, after that, a little yeah. while, you're like, no, he's just like that. He loves he's them. Like but that. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like this. He's just a little bottled. <laughs> and I, I meanwhile, like... Frank is just like, uh, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to when this is over. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... I just also wanted to tell my parents that they can use my room however they want. Yeah, They've been thinking about making it a study. Imagine that. Such such good, simple people. I want nothing for them but happiness and comfort. They can do with it what they will. And they're like... (gasps) (laughs) There's a part... What a kindness. 
There's a part where he like raises his fist in front of him, yeah. and you can see Andy like slowly start to do it with his other hand, and then he puts it back down. He's like, no, 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 it's not mine. No, that's I his can't thing do that. now. That's his thing. Yeah. It's not mine. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. I could just watch this forever. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is one of the best scenes of any Twin Peaks. My Dharma is the road. Your Dharma, and then he just like. Trails gestures. off and gestures around him. <laughs> I I also like. I loved the time spent here. In this place you call Twin Peaks, it's like <laughs> you were bored here, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, Frank's like, "Well, thank you for that, Wally, and um, may the road rise up to reach your wheels." And He's Wally like, oh has God. never heard anything that's touched him more deeply than that. Yeah. Oh, th- what a beautiful phrase. I'll carry that in my heart forever. <laughs> oh, I love God, him. I love it. I love oh, it. God Perfect family. Perfect family. Yeah. No notes. <laughs> David Lynch, you forgive <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he giveth and boy, he taketh, but boy, he giveth. Give I am like, I'm laughing so hard about this scene while we talk about it that I'm getting a stomachache. <laughs> It's because it's really fucking funny, dude. It's so fucking funny. Oh, oh God. Uh, we, cut back to, we cut back to Las Vegas. Uh, it's morning now. Cooper is just sitting on his bed with his pajamas. Dougie's clothes are all laid out for him, but he just doesn't really seem to know what to do with them. And um, Mike... It's the in green the re- jacket. Yeah, it's the green jacket, like I said. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see Kyle McLaughlin wear it. Oh, I one last thing about Wally. Uh, yeah, yeah, please. I really love that his like coast to coast thing is from Alexandria, Virginia to Stockton, California. Yeah, I'm like you don't want to go to Stockton. It's not even cool. I've <laughs> <laughs> been there. He's been to every single municipality in the United States, Molly. Please, that's not true. Well, he's a little. Yeah, that would take a long time. He'll get there. That would take though. a really long time. But before he dies, he will visit every zip code. God. Yeah. Uh, Mike is, like, feeling around in the red room to, like, I guess find the spot in it that correlates to where Cooper is in reality. And yeah, uh, it, the red room's kind of like the nether. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, eventually he kind of hits it, and Cooper looks over at a chair in the bedroom, and Mike kind of fades in over it. He's and like, good, you see me. <laughs> yeah, good, you can see me. You were tricked. Now one of you has to die. And yeah, I'm geez. like, yeah, that seems about right. And yeah, Mr. C probably needs to die. Right. Like Mike yeah. is setting this up as like, well, Cooper, now because the switch didn't happen how it's supposed to, there's going to be this like epic battle between good and evil between you and Mr. C. And meanwhile, Cooper just really needs to pee. He's not listening, really. He's not listening. He d- Listen, we already knew it was him or him. We already knew yeah. it was one or the other. That was, that's the whole thing. Right. Uh, Janie E comes in and is like, what? why aren't you dressed yet? What is up with you? And she notices that he's holding his groin, kind of like, you know, doing a little kid pee dance. He's like, oh, God damn it. All right, listen, go in there and pee. Get dressed. We got to eat breakfast. You got to go to work. And uh, Cooper gets to piss for the first time in 25 years. <laughs> Imagine how incredible this must feel. <laughs> He's very oh. scared at first. He is scared yeah, he at first, is. and yeah, you can hear it like splashing everybody. He gets into the toilet, and then he kind of settles. And, and he's like, like, "Oh my oh. god, 
Holy shit. Oh. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number one note for this episode is that this scene should just be the Austin Powers unfreezing from cryo <laughs> scene where he just keeps pissing. God. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. You got um, 18 episodes, David. You could have done it. <laughs> you could have done it. <laughs> Trade out the shovel thing for the piss thing. Yeah. Uh, he gets out of the bathroom and, like, looks at himself in a mirror. And you do get a scene, like, this is the first time he's seen himself. And he's just kind of, like, again, it, it's fully wordless. But he just has, like, a lot of... Kyle McLaughlin is great at acting this because his face is barely moving. But you feel like you can see just a bunch of different emotions behind his eyes. Yeah. As he, like, sees his older face now. He's, like, tapping his hand against the mirror. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, Janie is getting him dressed and realizing that he's lost a lot of weight, which she seems mad about. <laughs> well, Ducky, Ducky, you've you lost gotta buy weight. new clothes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, well, I'm gonna have to go have to get that suit you came home in last night dry clean. That fit you. I don't know why all your other clothes are too big. I, that's probably well, normal, though. We'll get you another one. We have a lot of money now. Yeah. Anyway, here's your tie. You tie it. I don't know how. Uh, and I gotta go finish making breakfast. And uh, then she walks away, and Sonny Jim walks in, and Cooper just kind of, like, stares at him for a bit, and uh, Sonny Jim gives him a thumbs up, and Cooper gives him a thumbs up back, and then he kind of turns around to mirror his posture, and something weird about... Sonny Jim seems like a weird kid, I don't know. (laughs) He does kind of seem like a weird kid. It seems like a weird family. Everyone in this family seems weird. (laughs) Cooper gives a thumbs up and then, like, does a spin. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because, like Luke said, he's mimicking the the direction that the kid was in. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's turning backwards so that he's mirroring Sonny Jim better. Uh, and Sonny Jim just kind of chuckles at this. He has no dialogue in this episode. He just kind of chuckles a lot. Yeah, he's just here to laugh. Yeah. As, uh, yeah... Everyone goes down for breakfast. Uh, Cooper does not know how to tie a tie, so he's just sort of draped it over his head. Yeah. Yeah, because she's like, y- you're the only person I know who can t- tie a tie. Uh-huh. So that tie's not happening. And, uh, yeah, Sonny Jim kind of helps Cooper figure out how to sit down at the table while Janie E's like, busy cooking pancakes. And um, we just get a lot of, you know... Them sitting at the table waiting for pancakes, you know, kind of having a sort of a moment together. He like eats the pancakes and is like, oh, oh, right, food. Oh, this is great. This is Man. like the first time he has actually connected with a human being. Totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was like, just looking like, man, pancakes would be good right now, but if I. Had pancakes after several years of no food. Uh huh. My God. God. Yeah, yeah. The decadence. Uh huh. Uh, and then as he's still kind of like, oh, pancakes. Uh, Janie E puts down a mug of coffee on the table, and Cooper yeah. does have a moment of like coffee. Ugh. Oh. Uh, the mug does say "I am Dougie's coffee" on it. It's really funny. Yeah. Why does he have a Fight Club mug? He's just got a Fight Club mug. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and he takes a sip out of it, and he spits it everywhere because it's too hot. 
Yeah. Uh, just like he did on the old show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought he was back for a minute. It's, uh, yeah, because then she's like, Dougie, and he just looks up at her and goes, hi, which is yeah. the first thing he said that is not him parroting somebody. Yeah, I don't think anybody has said hi to him yet. And, like, he's got more, like, expression in his face than we've seen him have this whole time. He also looks insane. <laughs> yes. Well, he looks got, like, like a demon. <laughs> he's got, like, yeah. coffee dripping out of his teeth. It's not a good look. It, it does kind of seem like the coffee jolted him. Yes. Into, yeah, yeah. It did something. That did something. would be a very funny way for him to come back. Right. I, I thought it would just be like so on the, just, you know, on the nose, but also it would be really good. I don't know. Right, right. He, Listen, he, he has to have coffee and then a piece of cherry pie and then. Right, yeah. right, right. He's got to combine them and that'll bring him back. Totally. <laughs> uh, we cut back to Buckhorn with oh, Ashley's also, favorite characters. Quick note, oh, quick yeah. Quick note. He has a uh, Fight Club mug because Dougie yeah. almost certainly is the type of guy who loves Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you know what, yeah, that tracks. That's why. <laughs> yep, no, I buy it. Uh, but yeah, we're with the, the coroner and the detective from Buckhorn who have gotten a hit on the dead body's prints finally, but the results are blocked by the military yeah. for some reason. Who can say? Oh, is that Briggs? I don't know. Damn, that's a shame. Uh, well, I, guess it, different... I guess it's not necessarily Briggs. Also, it's been a very long time since then, so... Yeah, I mean, who who can say? Maybe he stored it in the, the secret dimension. He could have... St- Stored, stored the, the body. Se- oh, the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. You know, yeah, the secret dimension. We all know. I honestly, know when, in the first episode, I thought that the uh, um, the body was also female. Sure. Yeah. And I was just very confused why, like, like oh, John Doe. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess they just aren't using mm-hmm. the <laughs> right. right. <laughs> no. no, it's a fat guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cole, Tammy, and Albert all get to South Dakota and get in a car to head to the prison to talk to Mr. C. Um, Tammy's, well, no, (laughs) Cole says, we're nowhere near Mount Rushmore. And Albert's like, yeah, I brought you a picture. I just give him a picture. It's so fucking funny. This, (laughs) This section, I'm like... And, like, this isn't even, like, a, a, a shipping way. Like, just, like, oh, Albert loves coal. Yeah. Yes. Like, the, these two are, like, soulmates in, like, a, in like any specific way. Right, They're work right. husbands. No, absolutely. They are yeah. work husbands. Yes. Yes. And, and yeah, Cole just looks at the photo and says, there they are, Albert. Faces of stone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, Tammy, meanwhile, is like curled up in a ball in the front seat, and Albert tells him that ah, she gets car sick. And uh, Cole says, "Albert, Cossacks are in Russia." And We're Albert in just North Dakota. <laughs> and Albert just screams "car sick," which makes the driver swerve, and the shitty green screen like outside just jerks around in a very fake way. 
I cannot stress enough how good the awful green screens are in this show. My, it rules. It's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so great. Like, that's one of those effects that we learned how to do that pretty convincingly decades ago. You could yeah. make that look good if you wanted it to look good. I appreciate that he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. He's out here doing the Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out here doing the uh, the true stories. Yeah. Yeah. It all ties in. Uh, Cole's just like, oh, okay, well, you're not in the mood for jokes. All right, I guess I'll just shut up then. <laughs> all right, fucker. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they get to the prison and uh, the... Like, Warden is explaining to the FBI all about, like, yeah, we found this guy, like, covered in vomit. It was, oh, it was weird. He, and, One of uh, the guys did go to the hospital because of the fentanyl vomit. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we did call guys. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think maybe they said it killed one I, of them and sent the other one to the hospital. No, I, I think they remember, just both yeah. went to the hospital. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... And Albert has a crack of like, oh, he must have eaten some of the local food. And Cole's just like, ah, apologies in advance for Albert. He's going to be like this. Yeah, he's going to be like this. You better get used to it now. Yeah, kind of basically what, like, Truman said about him. Yeah, yeah. I like that Albert, uh, like, he's the same asshole, like, making shitty jokes, but he's more tired about it now. He just kind of, yeah. like, in, in the old show, he was practically doing, like, his fucking insult comedy stand-up set. This time, he's just kind of like... Just sort of like tosses them over his shoulder at people. Like he yeah, doesn't his, have enough energy to put into this, but he does. His still heart's hate not you. in it. Yeah. Uh, they, and yeah, they talk about how they found like a machine gun and a bunch of cocaine and a severed dog leg in Mister C's car. So, yeah, I don't know why that one's necessary, but sure. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So they arrange for. Well, them I guess to... there was a dead animal before, also. So that makes <laughs> sense. What dead animal do you mean? And in, in the in the return, not in Twin Peaks yeah. season one or two. Oh, oh, okay. At the at the beginning of, I think it's in the first episode or something. They mentioned that like they also killed the dog or something. I don't remember what you mean, but I believe you. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I also uh, also they always say a, uh, a patrolman got sent to the hospital. Okay. So I think it's the only the guy who who got close. Who got yeah, close? Yeah. Didn't administer Narcan fast enough. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so they sit down in the interview room, uh, which is this weird, like, their side is just fully in the dark with just a control panel to lift up a shutter where Mr. C is sitting on the other side in a lighter room. It's this weird, like, black box theater look. Yeah, I feel for like, sure. can they, can Mr. C see them? I cannot tell. Yeah, I'm not totally sure. That's a good question. I I thought that he could, but yeah, I uh the the FBI agents look like they're about to start Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh-huh. Yes. And I guess uh, he is know, looking at Gordon, so Yeah, he's making eye contact with him. That's true. Uh and yeah, he gives him a classic Cooper thumbs up and he says, It's Eriv, very good to see you again, old friend. He does say Eriv. He says Eriv. He didn't greet me the right way, if you catch my meaning. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah. I I think I I, I I don't know if I would have caught that, but the subtitle is backwards. The subtitles too. make it very obvious. Yeah, you yes. kinda miss it otherwise. Yes, I I, I, think I, I totally might. missed it. Yes, yeah. it's in the subtitles. He says Eriv very Yeah. 
It's uh, it is as though because he had to puke up all that Garmambosia, he's maybe not feeling so good, and he let a backwards word slip out because he's a lodge guy. Yeah, but he um, doesn't do it again. He doesn't do it again. He he keeps his cool. Although, yeah, his voice is weird and distorted and low. Yeah, I was saying it sounds like they're playing a slow recording of his voice over his like lines. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. He talks with uh, Cole, and he says that he's been working deep undercover for the last 25 years with their colleague, Philip Jeffries. And uh, he was actually on his way to Philadelphia to be debriefed about this work when he had a car accident and ended up here. Yeah, and he's, like, saying this all very, uh, like, just blank. Yeah, yeah. I was on my way to be debriefed by you when I had my accident. Yeah. Yep. And, like, Cole uh, tries to ask him a follow-up question, and he just repeats the exact same lines again. Yep. And everyone's just kind of like, uh, okay. Well, uh, you had a bunch of cocaine in your car, so these guys do have probable cause to hold you for now, Coop. He's like, yeah, that's fine. I'll be exonerated in due time in courts of law. Why do you sound like evil Eeyore? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for noticing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't mind me. I'm just gonna go murder some women after this. I'm like a spirit of misogynistic violence or something. I don't know. You got any cream corn? I'm real hungry. I'm the cycle of abuse. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine him going to, like, the prison, uh, like, getting, like, the prison food and it's just shitty cream corn. He's like, ah, it's a jackpot, baby! (laughs) Who's Mr. Jackpots now? Who's Mr. Jackpot now? But, yeah, um, he also tells Cole that he's left him messages all these years. You know, didn't he get any of them? But we don't really get any follow-up on that for now. I believe Uh, that may be the murder victims. Oh, dang. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, but for now, yeah, they give each other another thumbs up and just close the shutter and head outside. And, uh, they tell Tammy that she's wearing a wire because Cole told her to put a wire on, but that means she can't be here for this conversation. Well, first, they're, like, walking out with, like, the prison staff. Oh, right, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Cole is like, has he had his private phone call yet? And they're like, no. And he's like, well, I suggest you give him his private phone call and then I would like to hear all about it. Yes. <laughs> this, they're shooting day for night in this, right? Oh, like Absolutely, in this yeah, it's just like they're yeah. just blue tinting the whole scene. In like, yeah. It, yeah. Go ahead. I, yeah, like, and it, you know, bad on purpose. Yeah. I, I was just like, also like, is this just like a weird thing? Is this just... Yeah, yeah well, I, I, I didn't know this, what they were doing. I'm like, damn, vibes on this scene, huh? Yeah, and I assume part of it, too. Yeah, they're just making the scene blue tinted because they're talking about... The Blue Rose. You know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just... Breaking Bad color theory. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just, yeah, like, this is the filter that people do for day for night. Yeah, totally. But, like, an extreme version of it. Yeah, 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 the kind that you'd get in, like, a really cheap TV show. 
Yeah. Um, I, there's some great black and white movies that did day for night. Great. Right, because, yeah, you're not worrying about the color of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the exact point where, like, Tammy starts complaining that she has to leave the conversation, and Pris goes, uh, what? why is she here? What is her role? And then Albert goes, oh, I feel better now that she's walking away, and then I'm like, that is her role. Yeah, I think uh-huh. I have solved it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nope. yeah well, you see, earlier on, David Litch's character said that he, you know, he's just old-fashioned, and he's... Right. But he's not going to be weird about this, and then... David Lynch shows us <laughs> that no, it's Albert who's weird, not me. Well, yeah, because Denise asks uh, Cole, like, well, Albert's gonna be with you, right? I guess if he's with you, I feel okay sending Tammy with you. And then Albert's also being a creep about it. Yeah, I think he's being a creep about it, but he's probably never, you know, like kissed anybody or groped no, anybody. No, I, I feel like Albert. That's is, probably the vibe. Restricts himself to leering, but yeah. Al- Albert treats his sexual harassment the way he treats his jokes, which is just like, yeah, nice ass. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> You suck, you suck, fuck you. Nice ass, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Point to Truman, you're cool. <laughs> I, love, I love you, Sheriff Truman. I love you, Sheriff Truman. Oh, my God. What a good scene. Uh, Cole turns his hearing aid way up so that they can have a whispered conversation together about... Yeah. Uh, Cole feels like Albert had a weird reaction to seeing Cooper in there, especially when he mentioned Philip Jeffries. And Albert explains that at some point between season two and three, he got contacted by Cooper. Who well, told by Philip Jeffries. Oh, he got contacted by Philip. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who needed help with something. You know, it, Cooper's safety was on the line, and he needed uh, the name of, like, an FBI agent in, I forget he what country. He needed the location. He told him that he was in Colombia. Colombia. And, yeah, he, he told him the info on, on their man in Colombia, and then a few days later, that man turned up dead. And uh, Albert's never told anybody about this. And yeah. Cole's just like, what? okay, hold on, what? <laughs> this entire time, you unwittingly helped Cooper murder an FBI agent, and you never fucking told me, man? I, I do appreciate the way Cole's just like, oh, Albert. Oh, Albert. It's, he's not it's, mad, he's disappointed. Yeah, he's disappointed. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's, like, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, like, yeah, he's like husband. heartbroken that Albert would lie to him like this. Work husbands. Work husbands, yes. absolutely. Um, and yeah, there's a moment where like Albert kind of shifts his feet in a way that like grinds his foot against the sidewalk and like practically bowls Cole over with how loud it is with his hearing aid turned up. Um, and uh, yeah, at some point they start talking about like, yeah, they'd say, I feel like Cooper didn't greet me properly because they caught the ear of thing. And start talking about the blue rose. Doesn't get any bluer than this. Well, they're saying, like, do you understand the situation, Albert? And he's like, no, I don't. So, but, right. there's, yeah. like, a very specific way he says it. It's like, do you understand this situation? I don't understand this situation. Like, yeah. it's yeah. just a very particular way of saying it. And also, that thing with the foot is highlighted so specifically that mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be something. But I don't know what it is yet. Yeah, yeah. I think they are just laying a little clue down for me. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, but also, yeah, it's a really well acted scene, and it's like nice to like, yeah, like, um, you could kind of, like, you really feel the feel of uh, Cole of like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I do, I do appreciate that they have immediately picked up that something is wrong. 
because there's yes. like a version of the show where they don't. And oh, I yes. think that's I, I, I 100% thought that that's where this was going to go. Yeah. Right. There's a version of this show where they don't, and that version is called The Scenes That Happen in Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but like, it makes more sense for these two to like fucking pick up on this shit. Yes. Right. And so it would be more frustrating. Yeah. Like, yeah. they don't necessarily know what's happening, but they know that eh, there's 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 a problem here. Um, yeah. they, and, I think they both say something is very wrong. Yeah, I think it's also, I mean, David Lynch practically staring into the camera saying, I don't understand the situation at all. Feels a little bit like, hey, if you're watching this and you're confused, don't worry, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the director of the show is saying it's okay to be confused at this point. Uh, and then they start talking about they need somebody else to help confirm their suspicions. Uh, do you know where she lives, Albert? And Albert says, well, I know where she drinks. Cut to the smash to the double, uh, not the double, the bang banging. The bang bang yeah. bar. Get yeah. another band playing. I, I, I got fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> In what way? I was like, oh, who's, who's going to be drinking here? Oh, oh sure. the bands. I, yeah. I will tell you, I think it's probably Annie, but I don't know. Mm, mm, okay. Uh, Pris thinks it's Diane, which is also a fair. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just to, to cover our bases, I'm saying Audrey. Yeah, I, oh, all three of those make sense in their own ways. We haven't even seen Audrey yet. I've been thinking about this all week. Where the fuck is Audrey? I, mean, I know she was in the explosion, but she's yeah, was, not dead. I was going to say, she was in an exploding bank last time we yeah, saw I her. Yeah, I don't believe there's no zero chance that she's dead after that. Okay, all right. Noted. I'm going to be pissed off if she's dead after <laughs> that. <laughs> but I don't think she is, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this band is called Au Revoir Simone. I like their song. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm still, second, the uh, for, chromatics of the three bands we've heard, I've liked the best. Yeah. For a second, I thought that this was uh, Heim. Mm. Uh, but yeah, nothing actually, like, happens at the, like, there's no, like, dialogue or anything here. It's just them singing their song over the credits, and that's the end of part four. Is this the first one without an in memory of? I think so, right? The first one's in memory of Catherine Coulson... There was one in memory. Did we get one in memory of Frank Silva already? He was in the first one as well. Was he? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gotten a lot of them. I don't. Yeah, I think we had the last one was in memory of Miguel Ferrer, right? Yes. And uh, Major Briggs. And, right. Yeah, and yeah, Don, yeah, Davis. Yeah, Don Davis was another one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, this is only like the third episode we've watched, but still. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I forget how many in memory ofs there are, other than a lot. Yeah, that's the problem. Is just, I'm going to be hyper aware of it now. Yeah, yeah. Which just makes me sad. Yeah, I just it's looked a bummer. at Miguel Ferrer was only like 60 years old. Yeah, yeah. Fucking bummer, Bully. dude. Yeah. You sh- you should watch RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I know, I know. You should really watch RoboCop if you want more good Miguel Ferrer being a prick. <laughs> Listen, I do. Well, I got good news. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's part four of Twin Peaks, The Retoin. We're uh, a little less than a quarter of the way through it. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess so. Yeah. Uh, we just have one question. Okay. I mean, we have many questions, but we only sure. have one question. This was a, a late up uh, question post. 
Yes, it was a very light question post because we thought we were recording tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad we did today. I, I want I wanted this fresh, but not like you know, like but not too fresh. If you get yeah, my drift. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I can now go watch part five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from M of Healy, you ever watch Orphan Black? Uh, no, but I know that a lot of Tumblr lesbians were crazy about it. Uh huh. That's a show I've been like meaning to get to for years and years at this point. Yeah, it came up a lot at work today because people were talking about She-Hulk also. She-Hulk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, She-Hulk. Yeah. No, that's a different guy. That's a Xenoblade guy. Yeah. Yeah, like her... He's got her, an ugly sword. Her her classic line in yeah, I Fight for My Friends. Right. Yeah. I, lo- I love when She-Hulk says it's time to witness the Minardo's true power. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Great. End of questions. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just know it's it's a it's another one where pe- the same person plays a bunch of roles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard it's very good. I'll watch it eventually. <laughs> I probably won't. I won't lie to you. Yeah. yeah probably not. I I probably will. Just who knows when. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, what what, what do you think's gonna happen next? Uh, uh, I believe already I laid the- down. I think the FBI people are going to go to Twin Peaks. Mm, yeah, okay. That seems okay, like okay. that seems like the next thing to do. Right, and that makes I sense. I think we're going to learn more about Dougie's life. Yeah. And then just kind of keep doing that. Uh-huh, and I think uh-huh. the mafia doesn't care about how much money they're going to give them. Yeah, that seems like it might be because that's, that's how kinda, these things work. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how the mafia works. Right. This is mafia. <laughs> this is mafia to me. This is this is mafia. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else right now. Again, right. De- developing very slowly here, so... Absolutely, absolutely. I just, you know, hey, I gotta yeah. ask. All right. Great. Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Idol on Playtest, which right now uh, we are wrapping up Idol on Thieves. When you hear ba- this, the last yeah. episode will be free. That's true. The last episode will just come out this week when you're hearing this. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's fun baseball times. It's, it's real doofy. It's real fun. Uh, we'll also be gearing up for, well, yeah, on Patreon, we'll have released the first episode of Eidolon Against, a pirate theme miniseries. And uh, next one. month, we start in season three. It's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the against one. You are. That's true. I'm not. You're not. Is that against, is that against me? It is against yes. me. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not against you, Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it's an Ashley neutral miniseries. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But the rest of you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> should listen to it on Patreon. Listen to it on patreon.com slash idol on playtest. Uh, Ashley, we can find you on the internet. You can find me at Ashley Lee Minor. Or, no. No. You can no, find me at true. your librarian <laughs> with an underscore Twitter at Dash on Tumblr and at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley Give fucking Ashley money. Fucking money. Uh, you can find me. You can find me on Twitter. Your friend Molly with Y E R. You can find me at AudioEntropy.com. I need Mayo.com. You can find me over at the Second Best Game Club. Uh, journal updated. We had M on to talk about Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah. Um, when you hear this, I think the episode will be out the same day. Let me look at my calendar. Uh, no. When this episode goes up, you will have journal updated tomorrow. Okay. If everything goes right. Right. Um. 
we talk about uh, internet origins, basically. Very excited for this episode. Yeah, it'll be. You will like this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talk about the endless summer. The endless summer. No. It was when, like, a bunch of people got internet access, and you see, that would usually be when, like, summer came about for people, but now everyone had internet access, so they called it the endless summer. I see. Oh. Or maybe endless autumn. Yeah, I'll say endless summer is just getting me a lot of uh, results about a 1966 surfer movie. Uh, so yeah, the Hypnospace Outlaw episode will be up. It's good. Um, and then we're playing Sekiro. And then... Yeah! Yeah, I know. Just, I'm feasting for like the little back half of this year. Um, and uh, go to audioentropy.com. Hit the donate button in the upper right-hand corner of the website. Give us a little money for the hosting for the website. Appreciate that if you could. Uh, leave us a review everywhere you can leave us a review and give us a lot of money. And like star ratings. I didn't mean money. I meant star ratings at first, but I could take both. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with either. Uh, and you two aren't responding, so that's it. All yeah. right, great. <laughs> uh, next time we will be watching Twin Peaks: The Return Part Five, aka Twin Peaks: The Return. No, Twin Peaks Limited Event Series Part Five, aka Twin Peaks Season Three, Episode Five, aka What the fuck's the name of this episode? Case Files. Case Files. Case Files. Until next time. Damn fine coffee. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>